You are listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. Jesus' resurrection grants us the full acceptance of God. Discover the truth of Jesus' sacrifice in week two of The King. In this message by Pastor John Del Rosario. Just, just so you know, if there's any, any day that we are able to, uh, to rejoice and to shout and to just be grateful to God, today's the day. So, okay lang. Could you give the Lord a hand for what He's done? Come on, you can lift your voices. In many, many ways, the topic that we are going to be talking about is the issue when it comes to Christianity. Because when it, if this did not happen, this momentous event did not happen, there would be no us. All right, this is our topic for, uh, this is our series for, for Holy Week this year, the King. And who is this King? Jesus, King Jesus. And we are, um, our topic for this week is the risen King. Last week, we spoke about Jesus being the, the humble King. Okay? And, and, and everything that Jesus did on the cross, he, he, uh, he, he died on the cross for our sins in our place as our Savior. Do you know that as important and as good as that sounds, that would mean nothing if it weren't for this week? For us to be able to say that Jesus is the risen King, he, for, for us to be able to say rather that He is the, the Savior King, the promised Savior King of Scripture, He has to be this first. He has to be the risen King. Very quickly about, about Jesus. Jesus, He easily is the most important figure, the most important person who ever walked the face of this planet. Just how important is this Jesus? Jesus, this is literally the person who splits history. Because of his life, it has been split into BC, before Christ or before the Christian era, and AD or Anno Domini in the year of our Lord. He is this important. The, the two biggest events celebrated in all of human history is because of this man. We celebrate Christmas because of his birth to a, to a, to a virgin mom. And we celebrate along with a couple of billion people all around the world today. This day, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, when he rose up, conquered sin, Satan, death, and hell. Jesus is alive. Amen. This is why we get to be Christians. This is why we, we get to worship Him with trust and faith. Our faith is not ill-placed when we put it under this risen King. Resurrection. Jesus is resurrected. Very quickly, what does it mean for, for, for Jesus to be resurrected? This is a three-phase uh, project. Okay? There's a three-phase three mission. First, the first prerequisite for you to be a res- resurrected person is that you need to be alive. For example, me. Okay? This is a very good example. I am alive. Okay? And then, next, you need to die. I won't demonstrate that. Any volunteers? Okay? So, just use your imagination. Alive and then dead. And then, after quite a bit of time, not three minutes, not 30 seconds, that's resuscitation. That's reviving someone made different... Basta yun, di ba? Di ba? Parang clear! Tapos mabubuhay siya. That's resuscitation. That is not resurrection. Resurrection, he's been clinically dead. He's been declared as dead. Much like a Roman executioner declared Jesus to be dead. They are experts in what they do. And after some time, perhaps after three days, this person would be alive again. 
And there's another thing. It is si Lazarus nag-resurrect. Not necessarily, because Lazarus eventually had to die again. If this were to happen, someone needed to be alive and then die, and then for a short time of being alive, of being dead, he needed to be alive again, never to die again. He needed to be eternally alive. This is what resurrection is all about. Thank you. And just as a preface, eh, this isn't my, my, my main passage yet, but 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4. Now I would remind you, brothers, Paul, the Apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, was speaking to the Corinth, the church in Corinth. He was speaking to believers, brothers. I would now remind you of the gospel I preached to you. Now many of you are Christians here, and many of you already have heard of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. And here's the thing. According to this, the context of Paul, we need to hear this. When I, whenever I go home, okay, I have a wife, my wife is here. Whenever I go home and she's at home, so I park the car. There's a routine that I do. I, I, I shut the car down, I close the door, I lock the car, and I go. And, and when I pass the kitchen window, I shout to her, Love, I'm home! Then she runs to me, and this is what we do. It's kind of cheesy, but... Okay. <laughs> We hug, and, 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 and I kiss her, and then we, we say in unison, I miss you so much. Yoo-hoo! Sarap magkaasawa. In any case, okay. I can't tell her. I don't have any intentions of telling her, I'm getting tired of this routine. It's, getting, it's kind of getting predictable. Because how many of you know that it's always good news when that happens? This is always good news. Hey, so the gospel is something, it's the redemption story of a holy God to reconcile himself with wicked people, sinful people. And that gospel story is something that we really always need to rehearse. That I preach to you which you received, in which you stand, verse 2, and by which you are being saved. Even as Christians, the gospel is the motivation, the power by which we are to be transformed for the glory of God. For I delivered to you as of first importance. Can you say, of first importance? If there's one thing about this Christianity thing that we need to investigate and to find out and to imbibe and to live out and to understand, this is it. The resurrection of Jesus. What I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures. Here's a place in, in Israel, this Pastor Ariel. Pastor Ariel was able to visit, the, uh, visit this place. This is the place of the skull. In Aramaic, it's called Golgotha. This is traditionally, many scholars and archaeologists believe that this is exactly the, the place where Jesus uh, was, was put to death. Just back at the place of the skull, use your imagination. You could see two eyes and a nose and, and the broken teeth. Okay? That's why it's called the place of the skull. And on top of that, it's now, it's now uh, appropriately enough, it's a cemetery. That's where Jesus was crucified. It's now a bus barn, parang parang pantranko, okay? And it's uh, where this photo was taken. It's it's a private property. I think it's a bank, okay? The thing is, when if it is of first importance, we need to investigate so that we can be utterly convinced of it. You can go to Jerusalem tomorrow and and check this place out, and you would understand. Archaeology, geology, all of the other tests are not intimidated. Because the gospel is true. You can find it out for yourself. But here's the thing. Jesus did not remain dead. He was buried because that's what happens when people die. You put them in the ground. But he did not stay in the ground. 
after three days. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Ano ba in, in accordance with the scriptures? But paulit-ulit to? In accordance with the scriptures basically tells us this had always been God's plan. You look, at, you look at the Old Testament, it had been foretold hundreds and hundreds of years before that the Christ must suffer. He must die and on the third day, he rose again. Jesus himself would, would tell this to us that all of scripture point to me and my work. The amazing thing about Christianity is there are four major world religions and all of those are based not just on a philosophy and teachings, they're based on people, founders. Okay? First is the Islam was founded on a person. His name is Muhammad. Okay? And usually when, when religious leaders are, are uh, it happens for, for famous people as well, let alone religious leaders. When they die, their, their tomb gets enshrined. They get memorialized. And that's exactly what happened for 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 the founder of Islam. This is the, what they call the mosque of the prophet. This is the very, very first mosque in all of the Muslim world. And it was, it was built on top of, of, the, of, the, of the tomb of Muhammad. Obviously, they, they built it up, they've souped it up, may LTE na jan, may Wi-Fi na jan. Okay? But basically, this is where Muhammad lies. Judaism, Judaism, the father of Judaism, the founder of Judaism is Abraham, our Abraham. And you go to Hebron. Hebron, there's this place called Machpelah. Okay? Machpelah, you can find it in your, in, in your Bible, in Genesis. This is that place that they built over to memorialize Abraham and all of the other patriarchs. It's called the Cave of the Patriarchs. Buddhism, Buddhism. Buddha was, was cremated around 5 BC. And here's what happened. Hey, pagka kinikremate ka naman, hindi naman lahat na, na nakokonsume, di ba? May mga naiiwan na nangipin, na, na buto, di ba? And they distributed it to seven different corners of the world. This temple is actually a temple to commemorate a tooth. Totoo. A tooth of Buddha, the founder of Buddhism. Sabi nila, mahaba daw nun, parang, four, parang four times na daw longer than a human tooth. Tapos pwede kang pumunta, halikan mo, gusto mo? Okay? This is the temple of the tooth. Baka magkaroon ka pa ng cavity from prehistoric time. In any case, temple of the tooth. Christianity is different. It is curious that the founder of Christianity, not, not only is his tomb not enshrined, they don't know where he's buried. Bakit? His body was never found. When you go to, to Israel, they would bring you to what in essence is a museum. In a museum, it's called the Garden Tomb. I believe the, our, our, our lead pastors have, have had the privilege of being there, of visiting there. The Garden Tomb, it's a beautiful garden. It's, it, it fits all of the biblical um, uh, requirements. It is outside of the city gates. It is along uh, a major thoroughfare. May malaking bato din doon. But archaeologists who, who, who run this place, they themselves would tell you there is just no way to be sure if this is the tomb that Jesus died in. Why? Because his body was never found. Because Jesus is alive. Amen? And amazingly, amazingly, when you step out, here's one, 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 one sign that, that comes out of Scripture, Matthew 28, verse 6. He is not here, for he is risen. Resurrection. All of Christianity, our being saved, our being Christians, hinges on this one event. So how about let's talk about it tonight. 
Matthew 28, verses 1 to 8. Could I, could I invite you to stand up as we read of God's, God's Word today? Matthew 28, verse 1. After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, that's a Sunday, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance, the the angel's appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and become like dead men. It's ironic. The, the, The guards who were alive became like dead men because of the fact of the angel declaring that the one who's supposed to be dead is alive. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. When you say crucified, he's dead because that's the purpose of crucifixion. He's not here. He is risen, just as he said. And weren't you paying attention? Didn't he say, I will be killed, I will be buried, but I will be back. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you are a great God and you are a loving God. We acknowledge the fact that because of our sin, we have introduced death into human history and without, and we are hopeless. We are without hope apart from the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you are the hero of Scripture. And I I pray that as we study today about your sinless life, about your curse-defeating death, and, and, and and your complete victory over Satan, sin, death, and hell, that we would live lives to reflect that truth. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Would you give us minds to understand and hearts to receive so that we may live lives worthy of the gospel. Jesus, we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. You take your seats, please. Would you, would you, could, could you try to, to, to think how it must have felt like for, for Mary Magdalene and the apostles to, to, to know, to, to, to hear of the news that Jesus is no longer dead but He's alive. It's a curious place, but let me bring that to you because of the fact that all of Scripture points to Jesus. Genesis 22, verses 2 to 4. You know this. This is the story of Abraham that he was told by God to bring his promised son and sacrifice him on the altar. Verse 2, God said, Take your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and set out for the place God had told him about on the third day. Can you say on the third day? Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Could you imagine what, what Abraham's frame of mind was? Ang labo naman, Lord. This is the promised son. You told me that I will be the, 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 the father of many nations. And that son, even in my old age, would indeed come despite of our old age. Ito na nga. Buhay na. The, the, my son is growing up to be a fine man of God. And then you're asking me to, 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 to give him up as an offering? He can't understand. His frame of mind was death. And think about it. Those probably were the three most excruciating days in his life. From the day that they left their, their home. And three days later, into, in, into the region of Moriah. 
He probably had the frame of mind of death. Until you know what happened on that third day, that frame of mind turned from death to life. That's exactly what, what the apostles and the, and the women in the tomb felt like. All, he fit the bill. Jesus fit the bill. He had amazing wisdom. He had amazing authority. He, he, he had supernatural powers. Truly, the time is coming when the Israel will be put back to its former glory. This is indeed the promised Messiah King. Until he dies. Frame of mind of death. Three days later, could you imagine... There's something more about this Savior King than we realize. Can we revisit Scripture again? What does it really say? Are you getting this? Matthew 12, verses 40 to 41. Jesus himself compared himself to another uh, passage in, in Scripture. Uh, Jonah. As Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now one greater than Jonah... Is here. Here's the difference. Jonah spent three days in darkness, but he was a victim because of his disobedience. But Jesus spent three days in darkness, not as a victim. He was on a mission. And this mission is the biggest mission that you could ever think about. One of the most favorite, favorite themes that I would really like is uh, special forces. Have you ever watched Lone Survivor or Zero Dark Thirty or... Uh, team 6, uh, SEAL Team 6. These are well-trained soldiers that they operate in secrecy. What happens is they would be whisked away in a super secret mission in the heart of enemy territory behind enemy lines. And what they would do is that they would kill from the inside. And this is exactly what Jesus has done. Jonathan Edwards, probably the most brilliant preacher that, that, that America has ever produced. He, he said that these are uh, um, uh, sea, Navy SEALs who operate in darkness. That's why they're wearing those, uh, those goggles. Okay? Jonathan Edwards reads this. Okay? In his last sufferings, in his death, Christ sapped the very foundations of Satan's kingdom. He conquered the enemies in their own territories and beat them with their own weapons. Just like David cut the gut cut of Goliath's head using his own sword. The devil had swallowed up Christ as the, as the whale did in Jonah. But it was deadly poison to him. Jonah was deadly poison to the whale. Jonah gave the whale a mortal, a fatal wound in his bowels. He was soon sick in his mor- of his morsel and was forced to vomit him. As the whale did Jonah. Are, are you seeing what, what this happened? He, Jesus was killing death by death. He was killing death from the inside. The, the enemies felt that they had won. They did not know that Jesus was the special forces. That he was up to something that would, that would make their day very, very bad in, in, in a short, short while. And, and Jonathan Edwards continues. It's not here in the PowerPoint. He says, in that then, then they, he was vomited already, di ba? Okay? And sinabi niya ni, ni Jonathan Edwards, but, but Jesus didn't stop there. Okay? His, his wound was mortal. He, death was already terminal. Metaning na yung death. And there will, there will become a time. There will come a time when Jesus will descend from heaven. It will be a glorious day when Satan, death, the ancient serpent, will be forever defeated. So come and see. Matthew 28, verse 6. Very, very quickly, 
Okay? Amazing that this, this, this resurrection is so important that we need to check it out. We can't check it out exhaustively, but it's just interesting for us to, to visit it. Mark 9 verse 31 is one of the times that he was telling the disciples about him knowing what God's plan was. Jesus said to the disciples, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days, he will rise. Okay? He, God could have easily made it so doable, so convenient, if he just added the word spiritually. That he would rise spiritually. But if you're a Christian, so, so where's your Jesus? He's resurrected. No, he's, he's, res- he's in my heart because he resurrected spiritually. That's a lot of people, Jehovah's Witnesses, believe this. Unfortunately, that word is not there. It's just, he will rise. And if you see the original uh, language there, it says, you will stand up physically as if you were alive. God took the hard route. He wanted to blow it out of the water. He wanted everybody, science, technology, to check this out. He is not intimidated. And true enough, 2014, no one, the proof of burden is on them that says Jesus was not risen from the dead. Our faith is not ill-placed. Amen. Yeah. Come and see. Just very, very quickly. It's fascinating lang para, sa, para sa akin to, okay? Women witnesses. There's another account, Luke 24, verses 10 and 11. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others, other women with them who told this to the apostles, that Jesus is not in the tomb. But they did not believe the women, the apostles didn't, because their words seem to them like nonsense. Ano ba yung nonsense? Okay? Nonsense is parang, wala namang kabuluhan yan eh. Ano ba yung walang kabuluhan? People don't resurrect from the dead. Tama? They just don't do that. Okay? Another thing, it's parang, it gives us a, a, a peep into their culture. When, when I was young, munti ka na masunog yung bahay namin kasi naglaro ako ng, ng posporo. Okay? Tinapon ko sa, ano, sa, 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 sa basurahan, biglang lumiyab. Biglang, ah, ano gusto kong... Uh, my, my dad was in, 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 the, in the home. Okay? When my mom came, ano nangyari? Ba't nangangamoy dito? So ako, I came up with a fantastic story talaga. Parang, grabe, ano nangyayari? Biglang ginunod. Parang, ano, hugas kamay. Right? Talaga, talaga, hindi ka naman nasaktan. Tapos tinanong niya, ano talaga nangyari? Di ba? Ma- Children's testimonies are unreliable. In that date, in that age, in that time, first century Christianity, women's testimonies were treated like kids' testimonies. Unreliable. So you see, this can't possibly be something that they have concocted. Because if it were, they would have put someone like Peter or someone, a man whose testimony would stand up in court. Fascinating. His mother and brothers had worshipped him as God. I have a mother, I have, I have sisters, they'll never worship me as God. Why? Because the, there's always pulburin in their hair, there's always hot dog in their shirt. There's, if, if there's anybody who would know that if I had sin in my life, they would. My mom would, my sisters would. Jesus was worshipped by his family. Ask God. Acts 1 verse 14. They all joined together constantly in prayer along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Proof that the resurrection was true. This is, this, is, uh, this is James who became the pastor of the, the newly, church, newly planted church in Jerusalem. And this is Jude who wrote Jude in, your, in, in our Bibles. Both are brothers of, of Jesus. The followers per, fo- Jesus' followers are persecuted and killed. Here's, here's my point. No one dies for a lie. For example, get, get, your, ano, get your BFFs. Apat kayo, okay? 
together in a place and then share. Well, wag mo na sabihin talaga to, ha? Ito, secret talaga natin to hanggang mamatay to the grave, ha? Okay? And then, pagkatapos nun, there's something in you na parang, grabe, if that goes out, I'd be ruined. Huwag niya sabihin, huwag niya sabihin, kayong tatlo lang hahantingin ko pagka ganun, di ba? There's just four people. What, what more? A, 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 a community of believers. All the Romans needed to do was to put out a, a reward and say, Ito yung kailangan. Just produce the body. They were destitute. They were persecuted. They needed money. Surely they would have done that. But still, it, this, is, this is not a proof that Jesus didn't resurrect from the dead. They weren't able to produce the body. No, no stories of, of prefabricated stories came out. And these are his followers. That's, that's uh, Peter crucified upside down. And this is Apostle John. He didn't die. He wasn't martyred, but they sure did try. They, they, they buried, they, nilublub siya sa kumukulong langis. And he didn't die. Okay, the day of the Lord moves from Saturday to Sunday. They, they were devout Jews. Ano nangyari, di ba? If you were a devout Jew, would you risk blatantly disobeying one of the commandments of God to move it from Saturday that you're supposed to keep holy to Sunday? It can't happen unless there was something momentous that happened on Sunday. That Sunday is that Jesus, the promised, he, he, he should be. He, no one else fits the bill. And he resurrected, just like scriptures said. They moved it to Saturday. And anong katuturan natin ngayon to? This, this, uh, this debate lasted for a long, long time. And nangyari, sige na nga, dalawang araw na lang. That's why we have a two-day weekend. Praise God for that. That's common grace. Yay. <clears throat> Next. If this is this important, okay, if we are to be convinced with, with resurrection, what are the results of the resurrection? Are you, are you excited to, to hear about this? This is very, very important. E ano ngayon is what this is looking to, to answer. First, number one is validation. Validation for whom? Of course, it's Jesus. Romans 1 verses 2 to 4. The gospel, ito sinasabi ni Paul, I am here, I'm preaching the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the holy scriptures. This thing that's happened to, to Jesus, all of, the, all of Moses and, and the prophets were talking about this. You check it out. Regarding his son, who as, as to his human nature was a descendant of David. Verse 4, And who through the spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the son of God by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Because he resurrected, that he was instilled. He is truly the Son of God. Because Jesus rose from the dead, he is exactly who he said he was. And who is Jesus? Jesus is Lord. Jesus is God. Jesus is King. And there's more. Because he's all of these things, because of all that he taught, Jesus is Savior. Isaiah 53 verse 11 actually prophesies that Jesus would rise, rise again from the dead. Just pointing the, pointing the fact that all of Scripture points to Him. After the suffering of His soul, after He dies, He will see the light of life and be satisfied. Right? He, will, he will resurrect. He will view what He has finished. It is finished now. He will view it and what it seeks to accomplish. Wow. Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord because of my finished work will be saved. He will be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquity. 700 years prior to Jesus even being born. Second, vindication. Our vindication. Okay? 
I was, 10 days ago was, uh, was National Siblings Day. Eh, no nakikita niyo sa sa Facebook yung pictures niyo nung bata kayo na nung with with your brothers and sisters. With with the help of technology I was able to chat with my with my sisters there in the in the in the US and we were reminiscing. Parang sa kuya, you're my favorite kuya kasi ako lang yung kuya niya. Okay? Tapos yung sabi niya, grabe, parang you remember the time na nasunog yung bahay? Oo na, oo, nasunog yung basurahan ako na yon. Okay? Tapos parang ano na, I'm so glad thank you for making my childhood so nice. It wasn't perfect, but it was very, very enjoyable. Yung ano, yung nila is, ano kaya, what if mom and dad never met? Ano na mangyayari sa atin? Parang tinatanong namin nung bata yun. Parang talaga, that was a silly, silly question. If mom and dad never met, there wouldn't be us. Tama? Tama? Wala tayong pag-uusapan ngayon. Di ba? Hindi tayo magkapatid, hindi tayo pinanganak. This is exactly the point of 1 Corinthians 15, verses 17 and 19. If Christ had not been raised, your faith, it's futile. You are still in your sins, and we are to be pitied more than all men. Pagka hindi si Jesus na resurrect from the dead, wala tayong pag-uusapan. But praise God, Jesus is alive. Romans 4.25, I love this. Um, we know it is accurate for us to say that, that the finished work of Jesus, we are Savior, forgiven of our sins, except accepted before God. And the Apostle Paul, writing to the Roman church, was kind enough to flesh it out a little bit for us. Here's what it says, verse 25. He was delivered over to death for our sins, and He was raised to life for our justification. Okay? Death, death, and resurrection. Okay? Ang mahirap itindihin dito is for our justification. Okay? Let me rephrase that so that we can perhaps understand it a little better. Okay? And He was raised to life so that we can be declared righteous before God. Does that help? Konte. Okay. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng righteous? Here's one more. He was raised to life so that we can receive the perfect record Jesus accomplished that alone is acceptable before a holy God. So pagka, pagka justify ka, pagka declare kang righteous, yung ginawa ni Jesus, He lived a life without sin, nasa yun na siya. Yun yung ibig sabihin ng, that is what, what is meant by declared righteous or justified. I have, I've made a chart here to, to hopefully allow us to understand this a little bit more. Death. By Jesus' death, He was delivered for our sins. He paid for our sins. By Jesus' resurrection, we have been declared justified and made righteous. Here's an example. It, it might be a crude, and I don't mean to be insensitive, but just for the sake of illustration. Uh, I mean, I'm all for, uh, it is to a man's glory to overlook an offense. If there's something that you can yield, na pwede mong palagpasin, please do so to, 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 to show the love of God and the mercy of God. But if we're talking about a crime, for example, again, I, I hope this is not insensitive. What if you are in a position that one of your family members was a victim of a heinous crime. Rape, perhaps? Pedophilia. On one end, if you are a Christian, you're probably saying, you know, you know what, I need to move on. It's something that I can't get back anyways. I'll forgive. You might say this, you may go. You may go. But if this person is, is still a pedophile, okay, Forgiven na kita, but I don't want to have anything to do with you. 
please, you will not teach in my kids' church. You will not babysit my kids anymore. Do you understand this? It is not at all unwise. It's not at all unchristian to think that. It is but just common sense lang. Tama po? Okay? Kasi the fact remains, na forgive mo na, I'm moving on. The fact is that he still has the capacity to do that. You may not come to me. You are forgiven. I am moving on. But please, if I never see you again, it's fine. That example, it's, to a much bigger extent, it's much worse than that before a holy God. So Jesus had to accomplish this by His, his death and His resurrection. By His death, Okay na, makakalaya ka na. The, 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 the payment for your sins has been paid for. You may go. But since he had already been, we have already been given the, the, uh, the righteousness, the perfect record, as if you never sinned, as if you never committed, here's what resurrection says. You may come. Makalalapit ka na. Naintindihan niyo po? You may go and you may come. And it has been accomplished by the death of Jesus. That is total vindication. Could we give the Lord a hand for what He's done on the cross? Because Jesus rose from death. We are exactly who He says we are. We are not only forgiven. Makakalaya ka na. You're also accepted. Makakalapit ka na. All because of Jesus' finished work on the cross, His death, His resurrection. The third Victory. We have been given victory. First Corinthians 15, verses 55 and 57. We've been singing this, Kanina. Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Where, where O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus Christ who fought, who fought the battle for us. He is David who fought an unlikely, a formidable adversary na sobrang laki yung, yung pagkagulayat ng sin, Satan, death, and hell. Diba? Parang, we, we are all the Israelites shaking in our armor. David, if you don't prove victorious about this, kakainin kang buhay and then we're next. We're putting our trust in you. David, we're putting our faith in you. Jesus is the greater David. And he has won over the biggest Goliath in the history of all creation. And tayo, nothing that we can do, tagasigaw na lang tayo, tagapalakpak na lang tayo, nanalo siya, panalo na rin tayo. Are you understanding this? 1 John 5 verses 4 and 5. What now? Everyone born of God, everyone who believes that Jesus rose from the dead, overcomes the world. Overcome is... In the Greek, it's called nikaos. 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 Dito po yung, yung word na Nike. Nike. Overcomer. Nikaos means to, to conquer, to subdue, to get the victory. And sinasabi dito, you are able to get that victory if you are in Christ. Nikaos. Nike. Yung, yung, ano, yung sponsor ni, ni Kobe Bryant, kahit na lagi siyang talo. Okay? But still, tayo, we're even better than Kobe Bryant. We are victorious in the things that matter in life. Okay? Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Romans 1, Jesus is the Son of God if we believe that, he, that God raised Him from the dead. Jesus is the Son of God. Romans 7 verse 4, You also died to the law through the body of Christ. 
that you too might belong to another. That's to Jesus. To Him who was raised from the dead, we now belong to Jesus in order that we might bear fruit to God. Bearing fruit to God, it's not works all over again. What this means is Christ-likeness. Christ-likeness. Okay? There's, this, there's this principle, you become what you behold. Have you ever been to, just imagine na lang, I don't think Lady Gaga has ever been to the Philippines. Oh, nagpunta na ba dito? Oh, nandun ka, no? Okay. <laughs> In any case, nakikita mo yon, di ba? Nasa pila kayo, di ba? Ang dami mga mukhang Lady Gaga, di ba? Di ba? Kasi ganun, you become what you behold. Di ba? Parang ganun eh. Kaya yung sinasabi ni, ng writer ng Hebrews, fix your eyes on Jesus. When you fix your eyes on this Jesus, there's no other way for you to go. Pa-Jesus ng pa-Jesus yung itsura mo. Christ-likeness. Have you ever seen a full moon? Full moon. And alam mo, tinitintiray mo ng picturean, tapos nung tinitin mo sa iPhone mo, tuldok lang. In any case, pag maganda yung camera mo, ganito yung itsura. Okay? I have an illustration here. Ang illustration ko dito, do you know that the moon doesn't have its own light? It doesn't. But why does it attract so much, so, much, ano, so much attention? If the moon could talk, sinasabi niya, you know what, I don't have light of my own. This light is just, I'm just reflecting the, the one who's truly the giver of light. My job is to posture myself in such a way that I reflect the fullness of Him. This is what we as Christians are called to do. Sinabi ni Jesus, I am the resurrection and the life. He is the one who gives us life. Jesus doesn't make bad people good. He makes dead people alive. Dark people. He, 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 he makes them have light. And this is not our own light. It is just our light that we show to other people. And probably people are saying, you know what, there's something different about you. And you have the privilege of saying, you might see something different in me. I haven't always been this way. But when I heard about what Jesus did for me, His life, death, and resurrection, it changed everything. It changed the way that I, I, I go about my work. It changed the way that I go about my finances. It changed the way that I go about loving my wife. Let me tell you about this Jesus. This is the privilege that God has given us to do. Tayo po, lahat. We are all endorsers by, by, by nature. Okay? My wife and I, we love checking out holes in the wall. Okay, we go to, to Tagaytay and we see this place. Uy, may kainan pala dito sa may talahib dito or something, di ba? What I do is I, I text uh, a friend of mine. He's my best man, Jansen Morados, Pastor Jansen. I text him, bro, pumunta kayo dito. Magugustuhan yung niging dito. Thank me later. Pogi points to. Parang ganun, di ba? We endorse something as trivial as that to the joy of our friends. What more this? This, this is the answer. This is the medicine to... This is the medicine to the illness that is greater than cancer. How can we keep it to ourselves? Are you tracking with me? And this is the, my point for this point. Because Jesus rose from death to defeat sin, we too are now enabled to do exactly that, to defeat sin in our lives. Paul says this in, in Romans 6 verse 1. Some people are thinking, you know, since Jesus died to my sin, I don't have to die to my sin. The way that you're thinking is wrong. Pagkasi nasabi ni Paul, you're playing a game with God that you can't win. Have you ever seen a five-year-old playing with his dad wrestling? Nag-wrestling sa'yo, tapos nagpapatali yung tatay. Ah, di ba? E no kaya pagkaseryosohin ng tatay? Nakakapit sa paa. Boom! See you later. This, when we think this way, since Jesus died to my sin, I don't need to die to mine. Kasi tingin naman sa akin ni God, perfect ako eh. 
that's a game that you don't want to play. Okay? See, Apostle Paul tells us this way, by no means, in Tagalog, pambihirang patis. In the Greek, it's so much worse than that. It says, naisip mo pa yun, you are not saved if you think that way. Are you, are you seeing this? Lastly, how are we to, to defeat sin? Titus 2, verses 12 and 13. And I'd like to call on the music team, please. Titus 2, 11, 12 to 13. The grace of God teaches us to say no. Can you say no? More convincing than that. No! We're able to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, whatever age this is. No is probably the most important word that you have right now in your arsenal as a Christian. Because before, before being born again by the grace of God, you didn't have no. Yes ka lang ng yes. Pagka may temptation, sure. Pagka, pagka merong ano, uy, gawin natin to. Sige, masarap yan. Diba? Your only life is too short. But now, you are able to say this amazing, amazing word. No. Before you can say yes to the things of God, you need to say no to your sin. Colossians 3 verse 5 says, By the grace of God, you are now able to put it to death. You are now able to put it to death. And I love this next verse. While we wait for the blessed, blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You think, are you enjoying this series so far? Let me tell you something. You haven't heard anything yet. The best is yet to come. Hey? I pray that you would come next week. We'll talk more about this. Hey? And I have a main point. My main point is because King Jesus rose from death, we are forgiven, we are accepted, and we are made new. We are made victorious over sin. We hope you were inspired by that message. For more podcasts, download the Victory Alabang app for Apple or Android devices. And for updates, do join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you and stay connected.